Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be why she backs away when you act dopey and desperate for attention. Well, this is an email update from the same guy whose previous email I answered in a video newsletter a couple months ago, should I commit to her after only two dates? So one of the things that this guy has a problem with is that he tends to get too dopey and all up in his feelings and his emotions. And as soon as that happens, he totally suspends any logic, any logic looking at his actions and how he's showing up and being able to remain in a state where he's vetting whoever he happens to be dating. And so what happens is as soon as he decides he likes her, it's like, woo, everything goes out the window. His discernment goes out the window. His being skeptical goes out the window and he's in la la land. And so this guy met. So after this previous email, the one that I answered, should I commit to her after only two dates? He got back into the book, started doing well again, met another girl who was super into him. And then he got all dopey. And he said, even though she was doing 100% of the pursuing, she basically backed away. But he made a mistake of because she's like, well, hey, let's just go back to being friends with benefits. And he's like, I can't do that. It's all or nothing. And I don't, th- I don't think that they were even in an exclusive relationship yet because this thing went so fast. It went to zero to 100 and then from 100 to zero in a really quick period of time. And so what's good about this email is it illustrates the subtleness of backing off because you realize you pursued too much. You've turned her off. Whatever reason, she's backing away. And instead of just ending the relationship, you just want to match and mirror those actions because as I discuss in 3% Man, the relationship portion of things is all feminine energy. And so it's up to her. And a man's job in the courtship really is just to create an opportunity for sex tap, to hang out, to have fun, to hook up. And when he makes her feel safe and comfortable and he does a good job on dates, the sex is good, she's doing most of the pursuing, it's her idea, then she's going to try to lock him down to a commitment. And either way, as a man, you shouldn't be bothered or perturbed one way or another. You're, you're cool just casually dating. You're cool being a little more serious. Either way, it's okay. Because that's what indifference is. Indifference, because love is allowing. So you're allowing her to be really hot for you. And then you're also allowing her to cool off because as a man, you understand your love for yourself and your own validation does not come from a chick. It comes from you. And so therefore, if one of the women that you're allowing to love you is not loving you as much or putting as much effort or attention in for whatever reason, in this case, this guy started acting dopey and squishy and soft and so she backed off and so he should just simply be able to recognize that she's backed off and then match and mirror that behavior not be like oh it's all or nothing relationship or bust 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Because it's obvious that she started getting turned off and she started saying things because she was feeling like she's losing her freedom. And as Teek Ned Han said, you must love in such a way that the person you love feels free. And so he started getting to the territory where that was no longer happening and so the idea is you want to be subtle with these things you don't want to be abrupt and slam on the brakes and you're out of here because this shouldn't have been that big of a deal but he made it into a much bigger deal than it was because he got all wrapped up emotionally so he says hello coach Corey. this is the 20 year old viewer from the email you answered in your video titled should i commit to her after only two dates not surprisingly Things didn't work out with the BPD girl, borderline personality disorder girl. Yeah, if you're on two dates and she's trying to lock you down, it's like, eh, that's typically the hallmark of somebody who's really super insecure. And plus, if you agree to it like this guy did, a couple of weeks later, she'll waffle on you. He says, as she turned out to be very toxic and emotionally abusive to me and on top of being a serial monkey brancher. Thank God I never got serious with her. Well, that's why you date because a lot of guys, especially dudes in the red pill community, get mixed up with women like this. And then they go, ah, all women are like this. And you got to understand there's two types of women. There's the type of women that you have a long-term relationship with, you potentially have a family with, you potentially raise children with. And then there are the party girls, the hookup girls, the girls that are hot, they're fun, they're a little crazy. But you're not going to get serious with them. And too many guys get involved with these girls. They see the girl monkey branch and instead of going, ah, it's the end of the world. He goes, oh, okay, well, this is just a girl for fun. No big deal. You don't really care. And you're kind of glad that she's got some other dudes, obviously, wear a raincoat. But you don't get all wrapped up and try to have a, a relationship with somebody that is really just a party girl and a hookup girl. You're trying to see are our values compatible. He says, but I've now moved on to my new state and I feel much happier. However, this is where things get interesting. And I need you to rip me a new one in one of your videos. I think he was moving to another state in the last one. So now he's completed his move. He says, because I guess I let my emotions get the best of me. And I went back to cherry picking your material despite being a hardcore reader of your book, LOL. Well, it's one thing to read the book, but the most important thing is the experience. And so this is your process. You're learning the book and you're applying it and you're making mistakes. And then obviously you send your emails and I help you fine tune and tweak your approach to where you just become very intuitive like I am. And you can just read and tell where women are. He says, I really don't think the things I did were that big of a deal, but they seem to have driven this girl away to which I'm kind of shocked. He says, I downloaded Hinge. Well, I mean, if you act like a bitch, women are going to treat you like a bitch. If you act all dopey and unworthy when you're with a girl and you pedestalize her and you start acting soft and squishy and you let her walk all over you and treat you like a doormat, yeah, she's going to lose attraction because you're supposed to love yourself and value yourself and be strong enough 
to not let a woman walk all over you and push you around when she starts testing your strength to see what you're made of. And they all do it. I've seen the comments often. Guys get pissed off at that. Oh, I can't believe women test. They should just be normal and say what they mean. It was like, well, then they would be dudes and you wouldn't be so into them. It's like, come on. He says, I downloaded Hinge and I met this girl who liked me first. He says, I don't swipe anymore and I let women swipe on me first now thanks to your book. A little life hack for your viewers. Well, I mean, when you look at it, online dating, I mean, the odds are slanted in a woman's favor. And especially when you look at the fact data shows us that 80% of the women have their height filter set on like six feet and above for those dudes that are a little shorter than six feet. You've basically got like 80% of the women are never going to see your profile so you're going to be swiping a lot on a lot of girls that are never going to see you anyways going to make you feel like you're doing something to accomplish things and you're like wow there's so many girls here but most of them aren't going to see your profile if you're under six feet tall and so the key is is that you're looking for enthusiasm a woman who's super into you and the reality is women do the choosing and so create the conditions where you let them do the choosing create a great profile it causes women to read through it and go, oh, wait, he's describing me. Let me reach out to this guy. Let me like his profile. Let me send him a message or whatever. That's the way you should be doing it. Instead of just sending hundreds and thousands of emails and mostly getting totally ignored. It's much more efficient to create a good profile, like I talk about in my book, with the mindset of getting women to reach out to you first because they will do that. And it makes it a lot easier. And you're trying to not waste a lot of time. And quite and those of you guys have been on the dating apps, especially when you're on several of them, and you live in a pretty decent-sized city, you can spend several hours a day just swiping. And then you got a message. And then messages got to turn into phone calls. Phone calls turn into, if they sound good on the phone, going out on dates in person. And so it's a, it can be like a, a second job. For those of you guys that are really avid online daters. And so you're trying to be, you want to work smarter, not harder. So he says, we had an instant connection. And as we are both disabled, she's partially deaf and I'm autistic. And she was super into me in the beginning, as was I. Things were easy and effortless. We went out the next day after we matched. Obviously, she's enthusiastic. She was texting me multiple times a day, would write me massive paragraphs about how amazing I made her feel after our dates and would never give me a chance to ask her out because she was always asking me out and making plans right after our dates and would insist on paying for all of our dates. Well, that's pretty nice. I generally thought I had found the perfect girl. Well, remember the phone is for setting dates, dude. Especially you younger guys, you get in the habit of, oh, well, this is just what our generation does. We just text all the time, Corey. You don't understand. Like, okay, sure. So he says, things started going downhill after my mindset shift after our first date. So he got one date in, he's like, ah, mommy, mommy. I liked her so much that I switched my mental 90-day probation rule to 30 days. That's it. You're going to get a 30-day probation because you're so awesome. Because I was desperate to make things easier for her to ask me to be her boyfriend. Bad move, I know. You want to go slower than she does. And she will like you more if she has to work for it. 
if you make it super easy because you're desperate and you're needy and you're desperate for a girlfriend, you're going to try to speed things up and rush them and then it's going to start to feel like it's not her idea. Remember, love is allowing. And so you're just trying to create a space to where you can allow her the space to love you or not. Because again, love is allowing. You allow her to come and go. And when you give her that freedom, she's going to choose to stay more and more until she's stuck to you like a sucker fish. Then you can't get rid of her. He says, then she then said something along the lines of, I wish we could be together sooner during one of our dates. I don't know if she actually meant that or was just saying what she felt in the moment. But instead of knowing better and asking, what do you mean? I just assumed she was asking me out right then and there. So everything in his mind is like, oh, yeah, I'm in. This is my future wife. We're going to be together forever. This is amazing. Oh, yeah. This is just she's so, so goo gaga over me. I'm so awesome. So he <laughs> overrates her interest. He says, and I replied, I'd like us to wait until after 30 days before you ask me out. Ask me again on August 1st or after. Like a robot, he says. I'd like us to wait until after 30 days before you ask me out. Ask me again on August 1st or after. I have this blue book. Ah, ah, ah. I have the secrets. Ah, ah. Chico. Then, during our following dates, because it seemed like we were on the same page emotionally, her interest appeared to be on an 8 or 9 in the attraction scale. He overrated it, obviously. I thought it was our plan for her to ask me out on August 1st, and I would not shut the fuck up about that. Yeah. This is why you read it 10 to 15 times. You get to know it backwards and forwards so you can teach a class on it. Then you're not trying to copy and paste things from the book or videos because you don't really have a good grasp on it. That's the problem. That's what you're doing here. You're trying to copy and paste something you really couldn't remember what it was or maybe something you saw on a video. You don't learn the book. I'll try to tell you guys. He says, I got so dopey and I stopped going out with this other girl I was seeing as well because I thought me and this girl were getting serious and even bought us promise rings. Come on, dude. Promise rings already? That's something you do like after a couple years of dating, bro. And promise rings, quite frankly, are they're really things for like teenagers or like kids do those things. For when I thought she would ask me on that day, which she never knew about, thank God. So the next, so when she asked you on August 1st, you're like, hey, here's the promise ring. We're getting married, babe. Come on. I'm now positive that she could probably sense my neediness. Oh, yeah. If she backed off, she sensed it. Even though she did 100% of the pursuing and we were still going out on dates, her texts would become less frequent. She'd take forever to respond to the message I'd reply to her. And sometimes I'd never hear from her all day. The whole day. Oh, my God. What did you do? How did you handle it? Not hearing from her all day. And then she'd come back with, Hey, hope you're having a wonderful day. I'm so sorry for not texting. I've been busy with work. I don't know if you're just putting up with it or generally, genuinely don't bat an eye at all to me not texting you, but I appreciate it and I appreciate you. 
So what she's saying is, hey, I'm liking the fact you haven't come unglued because I'm not texting you as much. And the reason she's not texting you as much, simple. She's not feeling like she wants to. That's it. That's all it is. Not a big deal. But that also tells me that he got too much into texting and talking and being in constant contact all the time because he was acting dopey. She's commented a few times on how she's surprised to never reach out to her. During our last and most recent date, I could tell something was off, but before I got the chance to ask her, she said, I need to tell you that I'm honestly not looking for a relationship right now. I still think I want us to go out, but I think we should just be friends with benefits instead. In other words, you need to slow down, dude. I'm not ready to be in a relationship. I know you got those promise rings because I saw the video on Coach Corey Wayne's channel. Whoa, promise rings already? We're not even exclusive yet. It's like, come on, dude. He said, that truly broke me. I said I was okay with that, but honestly, I know something strictly casual isn't what I want. Dude, you're not in a relationship. This is... Again, this is the opposite of what the book teaches. You're just there to create the next opportunity for sex to happen. All she's trying to communicate to you is slow down, dude. Slow your roll. This feels like a relationship. We're just kind of casually dating. So all she's doing is communicating where she's at. And you're like, ah, uh, that's it. I'm out of here. Ah, you don't want me as a boyfriend. I'm out. I even bought promise rings. I can't believe this. So after the date, I texted her and told her I wasn't interested in being friends with benefits at this point in my life. Dude, that's what you were. And to call me whenever she felt open to dating and seeing where things go again. You're basically saying, hey, call me when you want to have a relationship with me. It's like, come on, bro. This is not what the book teaches. What are you doing? You're trying to lock her down to a commitment. But you became so focused on that. And as soon as she gave you something other than being in the same place... You freaked out like, that's it, that's over. I'm taking my toys and going on to my mommy. At least she gives me pats on the head. <laughs> she was stunned and wrote me a giant essay about how much she will miss me, but understands where I'm coming from and hopes that this isn't the end of our story, but just a break for now. He says, that's where I'm at right now, coach. Is there any hope left for us, potentially? Stop focusing on a relationship, bro. Your job is just to create an opportunity for sex to happen. Hang out, have fun, hook up. You're trying to play both roles in the relationship. You're trying to be the man in the relationship, and you're trying to be the woman. That's exhausting. Come on, dude. I'm honestly not sure if it'd be even worth my time to take back a woman who rejected me. Well, she rejected you because you started pedestalizing her, kissing her ass, treating her like a celebrity, trying to lock her down, and you were smothering her. Even though she supposedly was doing all the pursuing, like you say, when you got together in person, you're communicating. You can't live without her. And again, you already got promise rings. If you're buying promise rings, you're already thinking, this is going to be my wife. You're treating her like your girlfriend and your wife. And then as soon as you notice she's not on the same page, you flip out, get butter, get perturbed, and you just blow the whole thing up. That's just stupid. But this is how you learn. You make mistakes and you learn. You know, I, you read the book. It's like I did a lot of fucking up, and I did a lot worse things than you did. 
He says, on top of that, we also have some different political views that might be a potential red flag for me, but nothing too big of a deal breaker. Though it did rub me the wrong way when she laughed after I told her I was passionate about men's rights. What do you think, coach? Is it worth it if she comes back? It's like, dude, it's like you were barely dating. You already bought promise rings and you'd already made up your mind you're going to spend the rest of your life with this girl. It's like, come on, dude. It's like, slow down. What does it say? Go slightly slower than she is. There is no way you should be buying promise rings after a few weeks of dating. That is fucking absurd. It's like, come on, man. Seriously, dude. That is just ridiculous. And it's your behavior has improved since the first time you emailed me. But as soon as you got a little taste there, it's like, as you said, after the first date, everything went right out the window and you went right back to behaving exactly the way you did before. And you started turning this girl off. You didn't turn her off completely. All she's just saying, she wasn't cutting you off from sex or anything. She's just saying, I'm not ready for dating or relationship labels or being in a relationship or a commitment. I'm not in the same place. Remember, this guy's already bought promise rings. And she's like, whoa, hey, slow down. She doesn't feel free. She feels suffocated. That's why she said that. And so you misinterpreted it. And you're just like, oh, it's all over. And then you blew it up. So that, that was kind of silly. So what I would do in this case, be congruent with what you said, wait to hear from her, assume she wants to see you if she does reach out, and make the next date. Hang out, have fun, hook up. Very simple. You don't become exclusive until she is wanting to be exclusive. You got to follow the book, dude. You can't just cherry pick and try to copy and paste a few lines and things because you totally misinterpreted this and you just completely blew something up that didn't need to be blown up. You just got to take it and recognize, okay, well, let me back off a little bit and maybe get my money back on those promise rings and any other stupid things he might have done. It's like, come on. So if you've got a question or a challenge and you'd like to get my help, go to understandingrelationships.com, click the products tab at the top of your screen, and book a coaching session with yours truly. Until next time, I will talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.